0: You are listening to the weekly podcast of Impact Worship Center in Mableton, Georgia. We pray you enjoy today's message. 10, verse 17 reads, And the 70 return again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. One translation says, through the authority of thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. Look at your neighbor square in the face like you're not afraid of them and tell them you've been deputized to dominate. Behold, Jesus says, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. Look at your neighbor on the other side and tell a neighbor. Can I say it one more time? You've been deputized to dominate. If you're taking it, it's your own decision to do so. Because Jesus Christ has deputized you to dominate the works of the enemy. Hallelujah. If you believe that, put your blessed hands together and give God praise in this place. Deputized to dominate. You may be seated in the presence of our living Lord. On today, the Spirit of God will have me to let you know We've reached a place, the place in our spiritual process where we no longer have to ask for permission to be productive in the pursuit and accomplishment of our purpose. The effectiveness of our witness and our dominance over the devil and demons in the establishment of our applied domain. In essence, I'm trying to tell you that We have legal leverage. We have Heavenly Father endorsed favor. I came to tell you on this morning that we've been deputized to dominate. There's a kingdom of God mandate on your life that you can no longer afford to ignore. To ignore it is to deny your self-fulfillment. To act like it doesn't exist is to rob yourself of your destiny. To procrastinate in its pursuit will prolong the pain of unrealized potential and purpose. But beloved, you must understand that to fulfill the mandate to dominate, we must be empowered in four basic areas. And I want you to repeat these after me. Somebody say the awareness say the assignment, say the assessment, say the agreement. In order for us to fulfill our mandate to dominate, we must be aware. There must be a consciousness of who we are in Christ Jesus. For we will never be more than a conqueror without consciousness of who we are in Christ Jesus. Scripture says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, Behold, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. things are passed away and behold all things have become new. The apostle Paul writes in Romans 8 and 1 therefore there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for the law of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Paul is simply trying to tell us to leave our past in the past. God does not want us to be haunted by feelings of guilt and shame. He wants us to be free and liberated to be who he has called us to be in order for us to be successful in our mandate to dominate. We must understand who we are in Christ Jesus. Someone said, I'm more than a conqueror. Someone said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Open up your mouth and say, I'm aware of who I am in Christ. After being aware, we must understand the assignment. We must have the understanding of the kingdom agenda. Matthew 28:19, Jesus says, "Behold, all power has been given unto me both in heaven and in earth. Therefore I want you to go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And lo, I will be with you always. Jesus says in Matthew 5, 13 and 15 that you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world, which means Jesus says, I have empowered you to influence and illuminate. Look at your neighbor and say, yes, I'm salty and I'm lit. I'm salty and I'm lit I influence and I show the way because I am the salt of the earth and I am the light of the world and Jesus is shining brightly through me oh he says go and make disciples he says influence and be a light and then in Genesis 1 and 28 he gives us our other mandate the bible says and God blessed them and God said be fruitful and multiply replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion over everything that moveth upon the earth. I'm trying to tell you in Nation, that God has anointed us to convince, cultivate, and conquer. God has anointed us to persuade, prepare, and produce. God has anointed us to direct develop and dominate. Is there anybody in this place who says, oh yes, I came to convince. Oh yes, I came to cultivate. Oh yes, I came to conquer. Look at your neighbor and scream at him as loud as you can and say, neighbor, it's time for you to persuade say prepare, say produce. You sit next to somebody who is disobedient. Look at the person on the opposite side and say neighbor, you've been appointed by God to direct, to develop and to dominate. Open up your mouth and say I've been called by God to dominate. In order for you To maximize your kingdom mandate to dominate, you must be aware, you must understand the assignment, and then you must take an assessment. You must evaluate the kingdom opportunity. Scripture says in Luke 10 and 2, Jesus said unto them, the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. He's simply saying, Brittany, that the opportunity to advance the kingdom of God is great and our likelihood to succeed is favorable because there are not many kingdom advancers. And whenever the supply is low and the demand is great, the likelihood of success is true. But whenever the supply is high and the demand is great, You won't experience success. So what Jesus is saying is the world is hungry for truth, but there are not many people speaking it. But for those of us who are speaking truth, we are in high demand because the world has been told a lie. Do I have anybody in this place who understands that truth is still the only power that can set a bound man free? Jesus said, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If the Son has set you free, then you shall be free indeed. Open up your mouth and say, I am a laborer who speaks truth. Therefore, I am in high demand. one screen, the awareness, the assignment, the the assessment, The assessment. the the agreement. None of this matters if you are not in agreement with it. The agreement has to do with the promise made by the providential provider who says weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. Old Testament scripture, Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, Do not fear or tremble before them, for the Lord your God is the one who is going with you. He will not fail you, and he will not abandon you. Scripture says in 2 Corinthians 2 and 14, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ hear this? And through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. Ask your neighbor what fragrance are you giving off? Ask your neighbor what do you smell like? I'm not talking about your hygiene. I'm talking about your attitude. I'm talking about your conversation. You ain't talking back to me. I'm talking the way you live your life, I know you here and you acting saved on Sunday, but how do you act Monday through Saturday? What fragrance are you giving off saying that you represent Christ? Yeah. Ah, somebody open up your mouth and says, I am aware of who I am. I understand the assignment. I have assessed the opportunity. And I am in agreement with the final victory. Open up your mouth and say, I've been deputized, deputized to dominate. Oh, you didn't say that. You said that like you scared. You said that like you need someone to give you permission. Open up your mouth and say, I've been deputized, deputized. to dominate. Deputized. Hey, I feel Holy Ghost pushing me in the house on today. I want to speak, tense to the giant in you your spirit the part of you that knows god the part of you that knows how to persevere the part of you that knows how to fight the good fight of faith i need you to understand that the fight that we're in is a spiritual fight look at your neighbors i ain't fighting against you i'm fighting against the spirit working through you Ephesians 6, 12 through 14 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rules of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. People of God, we live in a time when the church is experiencing vicious attacks from spiritual adversaries. We see blatant. I mean, we see blatant. Men kissing men on TV. Women laying in the bed with women on television, primetime TV. We see blatant sin behavior and satanic invasion like we've never seen it before. But the consecrated church of Jesus Christ is launching a counterattack. A rescue mission to deliver those who have been victimized by the enemy's terror. And I just want to know who's on the Lord's side. I just came to take a poll on today to see how many righteous roughnecks do I have in the house. How many sanctified sister soldiers do I have on the, in the house on today? If you scared, say you scared. Identify yourself. I need to know who I'm dealing with because scary people will get you killed. Is there anybody in this place who can say, Bishop, I ain't scared? The devil can't have my mind. The devil can't have my marriage. The devil can't have my children the devil can't have my money the devil can't have my neighborhood is there anybody in this house who can stand upon your feet and say I am ready to fight (laughs) sit down sit down the Holy Spirit the Holy Ghost the Spirit of the Living God is preparing His church His people for a season of pervasive peace our prosperity and supernatural breakthrough in the area of satanic intrusion. The Bible says in Matthew 16 and 18, Jesus says, Of um whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? It says some said that you are Jeremiah, Elijah, or one of the prophets, and he says, do you who spent time with me, who do you say that I am? An old cussing, cutting preacher. The last one, the last one that you thought would have a revelation from God, Pete stood up and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you, but my father who is in heaven. And then Jesus says, upon this rod, the revelation that I am the Christ, the anointed one, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I came to tell you, Impact Nation, we've been empowered by God to prevail and produce. Yeah, look at your neighbor say, say, isn't that good news? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, we've been called by God to prevail and produce which means the enemy may fight against you, but you will outlast him. The enemy may wage war, but he will not win. Look at your neighbor say, neighbor, I don't care what you have to go through. Make sure that you go through it because in the end, you will win. We've been empowered by God to prevail and produce. But we've got to fight. We've got to fight. We've got to fight with our praise. We've got to fight with our worship. We've got to fight with our character. We've got to fight with our integrity. For scripture says in Matthew 11 and 12, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. God's kingdom is forcefully advancing in the earth and the people of God have been deputized to dominate. We've been called by God to be productive in the pursuit and accomplishment of our purpose, the effectiveness of our witness and our dominance over the devil and demons in the establishment of our applied domain. Open up your mouth and say, I've been deputized to dominate. Y'all are starting to say that and sound like you mean to pat yourself on the chest. Don't look at your neighbor. Say, I've been deputized. dominate. I've been deputized to run things. I've been deputized not to dominate people but to dominate demons and devils that try to prohibit my progress. Open up your mouth and say I've been deputized to dominate. When you go to that job on tomorrow and folks start to get on your nerve, you just remind yourself I've been deputized to dominate because greater is he that is within me than he that's in my focus supervisor. Y'all ain't gonna talk back to me and maybe that don't apply to your life, but is there anybody in this house who understands you need to start dominating some things. You need to start walking on top of some things. You need to start speaking some things that be not as though they were. You need to start walking by faith and not by sight. Understanding that God is on your side and because God is on your side, ain't no devil in hell can stop what God is doing in your life. To above. Why would you submit to anything that's already beneath you? Open up your mouth and say, "Today is the last time I deal with something that is beneath me. Anything that is beneath you, you're just supposed to walk on top of it." So how easy I'm walking. I know this may be orthodox, but please stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet and just start walking. This ain't, I, I just start walking. Anything that is beneath you, you're supposed to walk on top of it, not get down on its level. The devil is not on your level. He has power, but you have authority. Open up your mouth and say, it's time for you to start walking on top of it. <laughs> Whew. Oh, I feel Holy Ghost in this place. Open up your mouth and scream deputized to dominate. Sit down, sit down. I got a little more work to do. I got 16 more minutes and I'm almost through. Believers live in fear of evil spirits and are being unnecessarily victimized by a devil that has already been defeated believers talking about you and I often forfeit the provision of favor to open closed doors because we refuse to fight we have developed a spirit of tolerance but i want you to understand on today listen and listen well It is a misguided expectation to believe that God wants you to suffer with sickness and the spirit of trouble or the spirit of struggle. Open up your mouth and say yes. It is a misguided expectation for me to believe that God wants me to suffer with sickness and the spirit of struggle. Struggle is a spirit. I'm going to put my anchor down right here because I'm tired of saints who are defeated. Bible told us, Bible quoted us, but you have no victory. speaking in tongues, shouting and dancing, tearing up this beautiful church, but you have no faith. Because you have been possessed by the spirit of struggle. Struggle is a spirit that possesses people to the point in which it becomes their identity unfortunate comfort of their soul which simply means you're not comfortable unless you're struggling. You are not comfortable unless your situation is dysfunctional. And as soon as things begin to get rectified and you begin to experience peace, you do everything within the confines of your your power to pour your life back into dysfunction. But I came to say on today that God wants to deliver you from from the comfort of dysfunction. Catch your neighbor square in the face because I'm on their. I'm knocking on their door now. They ain't saying nothing because I'm talking to them. You sitting next to that person, but look at them in the face and say, Neighbor, tell them on today, God is going to deliver you from the comfort of your dysfunction. Amen. He wants your soul to be comfort in a state of peace, not peril, Amen. beloved. I'm just about done, Mike. It is a misguided expectation to believe that a relationship with God will exempt you from trouble. <laughs> I, I thought the when I got saved that that, that 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 I wouldn't have so many problems and 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 so many troubles but 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 scripture says yay though I walk. Bible reading so you know what the word says through the of the shadow of death. Thou art with me. Being saved does not exempt you from trouble. It just gives you a partnership with Christ that will make sure you come out of trouble. Scripture says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver us from them all. Look at your neighbor and say, just because you're saved, don't mean you ain't going to have trouble. But it means you're guaranteed to come out of trouble. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning light. been empowered to tolerate trouble. You've been empowered to overcome trouble and live victoriously for the testimony of Christ. Hear me hear me well. You live victoriously when you walk in your kingdom authority. Open up your mouth and say I live victoriously when I walk in my kingdom authority. Gotta give you five factors to operating in your kingdom authority. You might want to write this down. You may want to log this in your memory. I think it'll bless you today and in the upcoming days. Five factors to operating in your kingdom authority. Number one, you got to understand that you are chosen by the father. God chose you. Even though you may have a weak game, God chose you. You know, coming up, Brian, I like to play basketball, but I couldn't play basketball. I ain't ask you to help me preach that. You ain't said that all service, but now you want to say we gang. As I was saying, and I had all right equipment, and I had all, I had the right shoes. And back in time, that time, you know, it was popular to have the, the 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 long socks with the stripes at the top, three stripes. Had on a headband, wristbands, but I had no game. Just like some of y'all who come to church, have a Bible, quote scriptures, serve on every team, but you have no faith game. And the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. God would prefer that you knew less scriptures and had more faith but and even though I had all the equipment nobody selected me to be on their team and it made me feel some type way but I'm so glad on today that even when my game is not as strong as it should be the father selected me He chose me to be on his team not because of who I am but because of who he has called me to be. He's called me to be the lender and not the borrower. He's called me to be above only and never beneath. He's called me to be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Is there anybody in this place who can wave your hands and say, I may not be all that I want to be but I thank God what I used to be and he's molding me and making me into whom he would have me become John 15 and 16 says you didn't choose me but I chose you and appointed you set that you might go and bear fruit much fruit and fruit that would remain that's the first fact that you've got to understand you've been chosen by the father number two you are redeemed by the son Look catch your name and say, don't tell me I'm not, don't tell me I'm worthless because Jesus paid to have me reconnected to God the father. You are redeemed, which means God regained possession of you in exchange and payment for the sacrifice called his son, Jesus Christ. Open up your mouth and say, I'm chosen by the father. I'm redeemed by the son. Don't miss this. You've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1, 3, 1 13 says, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him, you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Have you ever, have you ever seen a piece of wood that was treated with sealant? Just a, just a clear coat of something ap- across a piece of wood, a deck or a table or a chair. Um they 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 sealed it Dana because they were not concerned about particles getting on it. They were concerned about particles getting in it. (laughs) Did you did you did you see that? So 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 scripture says in this world trouble will come. Trouble will get on you. But trouble won't get in you because you've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. Y'all talking to Rev on the day. The, 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 the reason why he won't allow it to get in you is because when trouble gets in you, it pushes faith out of you. When trouble gets in you, it pushes expectation out of you. When trouble gets in you, it pushes character out of you. God says he may allow it to you and give you double for your trouble. But catch your neighbor say neighbor. I've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you got to know you've been chosen by the father. You've been redeemed by the son. You've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. Number four, you've got to accept the testimony of God's word that you have authority. You've got to accept the fact that you are powerful even when your family members try to make you feel that you're not. And no, I said family members because these are the only ones who should have the power to infect our day or to affect our day. The only people who should have the potential to push you off kilter, off center, are family members. and They're the ones that can do it. I know Lady T loves me. I know she loves me with every fiber of her being, but can't nobody push my buttons like she can. And I ain't looking at her, but she's looking at me and saying, I feel her spirit, and she's saying, Reverend, can't nobody make me mad like you. But she reserves that right. But even she does not reserve the right, and she would never do this, but she does not reserve the right to try to make me believe anything about myself that is less than what God believes about me. You must accept the testimony of God's word that you have authority. And then lastly, you must release your authority with your mouth and walk in authority by faith. When you begin to walk in your authority, three things will happen. Number one, the devil will lose his ability to wreak havoc in your house. When you begin to walk in your authority, the devil will lose his ability to wreak havoc in your house. Devil, you ain't just gonna step up in here and cause discord between me and my wife. You ain't just gonna step up in here and make my kids act crazy. You ain't go- I'm gonna step and walk in my spiritual authority and I'm going to prevent the devil from wreaking havoc in my house. Number two, you immediately begin setting and establishing and maintaining God's order in your life. When you begin to walk in authority by faith, you begin setting and establishing and maintaining God's order in your life. Someone scream order. Then number three, you begin to stand and resist the devil. Well, here in our text, (laughs) that was a 30-minute introduction for a five-minute close. Here in our text, Jesus has sent out 70 disciples. During this time, whenever Jesus went into a particular region, there to do a crusade or to have a miracle working service, he would send out disciples to market, promote, and prepare the way. And he sent them out with power that they did not know they had. For the Bible says when they came back, to Jesus they were excited saying master even devils and demons are subject to us when we use the authority of your name. Jesus said that doesn't surprise me because I beheld Satan like lightning fall from heaven. He then goes on to say behold I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Well, we must investigate this text further because in the text, Scott reveals that both the saint and Satan have power. But when you understand and when you begin to study on this text in its original Greek translation, it reads something like this. Behold, Jesus says, I give unto you exousia. Exousia. Someone say exousia. Exousia. This is not just dunamis. Dunamis is the power to do, but exousia is the authority—the authority to make decisions. He says, he says, Satan has dunamis, but the people of God not only have dunamis, you also have exousia. Satan has the ability to do certain things, but you have the authority to do certain things therefore you always are able to trump whatever the devil is doing because not only do you have dunamis but he has or you have exousia open up your mouth and say I don't just have dunamis I also have exousia you know dunamis is what the scripture talks about when the bible says but you shall receive power after that the holy ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses of me both joy. Jerusalem and throughout Judea and in Samaria and in throughout all the uttermost parts of the world. Yes, this is the power that 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 God is talking about when he said, I have not given you the spirit of fear but of power and love and of a sound mind that speaks to dunamis. Look at your neighbor say, neighbor, yes, I have dunamis but I also have exousia and if you don't exercise exousia, your dunamis will Will be aggravated. That's why you're so frustrated. That's why you're so agitated because you're trying to operate inability, but you're not assuming your authority. I came to tell somebody on today that dunamis deals with power in terms of the ability, capacity, potential, or the aptitude to perform a task or accomplish a goal. But exousia is the authority. It is the Legal right to exercise power. The Greek definition of exousia is simply it is lawful. It is lawful for a child of God to dominate. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. It is lawful for you to dominate sickness. when you release exousia from your mouth? Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. It is lawful for you to dominate lack. when you release exousia from your mouth? Look at your and say, neighbor, it is lawful for you to dominate depression when you release exusia from your mouth. It's not enough for you just to have exusia, you've got to release it from your mouth. Well, Bishop, give me an example. On last Tuesday, I had to go and stand before the Cobb County Commissioners Board as we got our new property rezoned because we're about to build the impact plan Uh, and I had to go and stand before the Cobb County Commissioners uh, to cast vision as to what I saw Uh, and there is a community group Uh, God knows we love them I won't call out their name Uh, there is a community group uh, who are trying to impose their will uh, on what it is that God has called us to do Uh, and they came with their list of demands Uh, ain't giving a dime toward it uh, but trying to tell us how to do it Uh, ain't that a trip Uh, Yeah, and they asked the commissioners, well, commissioners, we desire to sit on the board along with IMPACT's team and the Comp Counting Zoning Commission. We wanna be able to influence the landscape plan. We wanna be able to influence the architectural design of the building. And y'all know, y'all know, Bishop, I was getting hot up under my collar, but I had to be diplomatic I don't want to create no enemies. I stood up and the commissioner said, Bishop, how do you feel about it? I said, well, commissioner, I feel that my team and the Comp County team is well capable of making the best decision for this community. He said, Bishop, I thank you for your diplomacy, but I need you to be clear. I need for you to express Exusia, He didn't say it, but that's what he was telling me. I said, Cobb County Commissioners, thank you for your time today. Let me clear my throat. Let me be clear. I do not want any outside entity trying to influence what we're doing in the community. And the commissioner said, the bishop has spoken. Do you understand what he's saying? He said he'll let you know what's going on. But you ain't gonna influence what's going on I came to tell somebody The devil has dunamis But you have exusia. You have the legal right To put him in this place You don't have a right to be in my house You don't have a right to be in my money You don't be to have a right to be in my marriage I don't just walk in dunamis But I have exusia, And exusia is not released Until you speak it from your mouth so I need somebody to open up your mouth and say oh today I don't just walk in dunamis but I talk Susie I say the blessings of the Lord make it rich and add it no sorrow grab your neighbor grab them by the hand shake him and rock them. Rock him and shake up and say, neighbor, it's time for you to understand who you are as a child of God. You don't just have dunamis, you don't just have a gift, you don't just have a talent, you don't just have a skill, but you have And you have authority. You have the legal right to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field. You have the legal right to be healed, delivered, and set free. Look at your neighbor and say, look here, you put a smile on your face. Get joy in your heart. You don't just have dunamis, you have exousia. Behold, I give unto you exousia. The devil has dunamis, but you got dunamis and exousia, which means God has given you the advantage. Look at your neighbor and say neighbor It may not be fair But God gave you The legal right To have The advantage Say yeah Say yeah Say yeah Yeah For the last time For the last time Look at your other neighbor. Look at your other neighbor. I'd say, neighbor, as a child of God, it is lawful for you to dominate. I came to tell somebody that exousia is the legal, it is the authority to occupy a position of superiority, not over people, but principalities. predicaments that try to prohibit God's purpose for your life. I ain't talking to everybody but I am talking to somebody who did not know that not only do you have dunamis but you have exousia. Come on Mary slide to the side because I need I excuse you people to meet me at the altar and come quick. If you're not afraid, don't you come walking up here. If you're going to walk, go back to your seat. Run up here if you know you got the power. about your power. Can you act like you have power? The cat should ever say neighbor, you don't just have dunamis. You got exusia. You have the legal right to run the joint. believe it you don't believe it because you're still trying to act you you don't believe it if you really believe the revelation that you have authority over devil who's trying to look you in your face when he belonged upon your feet you'll be giving God glory you'll be giving God praise not just for doing them but for exousia Here, I feel like Susie in this house. See, 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 it's not just good, but it's right. It's not just good, but it's legal. Which means as a child of God, when you don't walk in your authority, you're falling short of God's glory. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that scripture is not just talking about sin. That scripture is talking about you failing to be all that God has called you to be. Scripture is speaking to those of us who are saved and filled with God's spirit but we don't walk in our authority. God says, you let me down. You have fallen short of my glory and all of creation yearns for you to get the revelation as to the fact that you have exousia. Why are you depressed about what you can dominate? Why are you depressed by what God has called you to dominate? That makes sense to you? It's time for you to step your game up. This is the third season of Sweet Magnolias, Brittany, and you are doing a masterful job. Y'all, if y'all haven't, if you got Netflix, I want you to go home and binge watch Sweet Magnolias, starring Brittany Smith, Impact Zone, has been my daughter in ministry for almost 12 years now, and God has blessed her because she refused to compromise. There were some roles that were thrown her way that she said no to even though she needed the work and when she said no to it, God gave her this reoccurring role on sweet magnolias. Yeah. But the prophetic word for you today is you've just been operating in your dunamis. There is an exusia in your mouth that will cause the floodgates of heaven to be opened upon your career because you made a decision not to compromise. So God says, your season of simply operating in dunamis is over. There's a next level of your life and of your anointing and of your calling that will come by way of you releasing exousia. I'm going to anoint you. Don't talk Somebody give God praise in the house. Open up your mouth and say, excuse here. Say, excuse here. The authority of Jesus Christ. The legal right to have dominion and to dominate. your mother say yes there's some things I'm about to dominate come here Al. come here Al. come here man come here come here Al I'm just gonna I ain't gonna just give me I ain't gonna give you the microphone there's a blessing for your household you are priest protector and provider come here Tiffany I ain't gonna put you on blast there's a blessing for your household Dallas. Demi. Dylan. Will be blessed as your household comes together for the cause of Christ. Lift up your hands. Come on, y'all. Open up. M. Martha say, I have been deputized to dominate. That's your new name somebody asks you what your name is, tell them Domination. Ask your neighbor, say neighbor, what's your name? Dom- domination Jones. Domination Jackson. Domination Smith. Domination Eloise. Whatever your name, tell them. Domination! of your children. Behold, I give unto you power, exousia, to tread upon all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. And then Jesus goes on to say, you shouldn't be happy about this. You should expect this. But what you should really be happy about is that your name has been recorded in heaven. You're supposed to have victory over the devil. You're supposed to have victory over circumstances. It's time for you to focus on bigger things and forget about a defeated devil. Father, we thank you and we praise you and we give your name honor and glory. And we say thank God, bless God, amen and amen. Before you go back to see, can you put your hands together and bless God in this house? Come on. Come on, bless him. You have the legal right to have dominion. And when something is legal, it doesn't matter if people like it. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? You are misguided to believe that people are happy with you if you're living a better life than they are. They'll smile in your face. Although I want to take your place, that's who they are. I'm trying to tell you to stop needing people's permission to prosper because they will never truly give it to you. They may act like it, but it is an unfortunate of our human nature not to want people to do better than we're doing. When they ain't got sense enough to know that if you got favor with me, then if I love you, I'll show you how to do it. But don't try to undermine me and usurp my authority because because Holy Spirit will just give me the spirit of discernment to let you know that you are among me but you ain't with me. You do know there's a difference. Just because people are in your space don't mean they're with you. And sometimes people circle back because they didn't kill you the first time. I'm going to give you this one for free. When trust is violated, access must be denied. When people show you who they are, Believe them the first time. Notice, notice, notice. Both Judas and Peter betrayed Jesus playing softly. But only one of them were invited to the upper room. Judas didn't kill himself until after the day of Pentecost had come. Well, why is it that both Judas and Peter betrayed Christ, but only one was invited to the upper room? Judas betrayed Christ because he wanted what Christ possessed. Peter betrayed Christ because he had a fleshly moment of fear. So you got to ask yourself the question, did they betrayal try to kill me or did they betray me simply because they were experiencing a fleshly moment? There is forgiveness for fleshly moments, but we must excavate or dismiss people who betray us to the point in which it causes us to die. Peter was forgiven and invited in. Judas was escapated and kicked out because their betrayal had different levels of weight. And during this season, In order for you to walk in your authority, you must make sure that you're walking with people who are with you, and not just among you. Because one betrayal can cause you to die, where another betrayal will cause the person who betrayed you to come into who they fully are in God. Peter, if you love me, feed machines. Peter, do you love me? Lord, you know I love you. If you love me, feed my sheep. I came to prophesy over everyone who's on the sound of my voice. You are walking in a new level of authority. And let me show you how that looks on your job tomorrow morning, because I just feel in this section, y'all working with people that y'all don't like. You got a supervisor who's jealous of you. It's over here. It's right here. And you know why? You know why? They're intimidated with you because they understand that even though they're your boss, you're actually in front of them. That's why. they're, They're not intimidated by your ability. They are intimidated by your authority. The devil believes in your authority more than you do. What do you mean, Bishop? That's why he's so consistent in trying to bring you down. But you don't believe in your authority because you quit too fast. But from this day on, you're going to walk in your authority. And when you go to that job and folks start getting on your nerve, you ain't going to look like a fool and start speaking in tone. They're going to call security on you. What gonna do? But see, Holy Spirit has the power to interpret our groans and our moans. Has the power to interpret the content of our heart. So right there, we're not supervising and start acting crazy up under your breast. Stop. I plead the blood of Jesus. I exercise exusia over your dunamis. And see if that devil won't line up. Because not only do you have dunamis, you also have. Something they, somebody say exusia. Come on, say exusia. Come on, say exusia. Look at today, neighbor. Say neighbor. Walk in your exusia. Y'all, go back to your seat, giving God praise in the house. Come on, go back to your seat, giving God praise. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.